Live well, bank well at Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. At Affinity Plus, the approach to banking is different because they focus on people, not profit. They serve members with care, excellence, and integrity, built on a solid foundation since 1930. The Affinity Plus not-for-profit cooperative structure allows members to receive maximum benefits while experiencing outstanding service. By and large, members of Affinity Plus love this credit union. And Affinity Plus loves the communities they serve. And they are a strong community partner working very hard every day to support the people, businesses, and relationships that exist in their communities. Visit Affinity Plus at the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more. Or just have a chat and some free coffee. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas and my guests today include Sergeant Neil Dickinson, public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Lieutenant Adam Fulton, who is one of the supervisors here in the Brainerd State Patrol office. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, one of the, uh, I understand, worst time for accidents in the state of Minnesota runs from Thanksgiving through New Year's. And so we're right smack in the middle of that, aren't we? We are, and we definitely uh, got a taste of uh, winter early this year. I know uh, with the recent snowstorms that that were in the area, um, we've been very busy with the State Patrol responding to crashes, vehicles off the road. Um, you name it, anything snow-related, uh, um, we've been very busy and working hand-in-hand hand with, uh, you know, with us, with the State Patrol, working with MnDOT, the snowplow trucks uh, that are out and about, and they do just a wonderful job. I just want to, you know, thank them for what they do. They not only keep the roads clear for all of us to be safe, they also assist us, uh, state troopers, law enforcement, out there if there's a crash. They're going to actually sit behind us with their lights on in their big trucks just to keep the scene safe for not only us in law enforcement, but the, the folks that are involved and maybe a vehicle off the road or a crash ahead. Yeah. And I, I suppose the, the number of uh, crashes and incidents goes up because there's more travel and there's the wintry weather you're talking about. And unfortunately, during the holidays, people tend to sometimes get overserved and get on the roads. And that remains an issue, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. And, they, and there's still that sense of urgency, too, where they're going to. Uh, family or friends and it seems like uh, no matter what the road conditions are i have to get to mom and dad's all that type of thing and that puts a little bit of added pressure on people as well too so they're driving in roads that they're probably not familiar with or comfortable with that type of thing and it just adds one more layer of you know of danger out on the roads that uh can put some cars in the ditch and extra crashes for us so. yeah and you know this time of year you know right after christmas it seems like it's a busy travel time as well yeah. people maybe going to yeah. return gifts or maybe a late christmas party so there's a lot, lot going on. I, I seen a AAA report nationwide that they anticipated that you know um, the Christmas season here is is almost as bad as Thanksgiving as far as people on the roads. So we're seeing an increase in people miles traveled, uh, um, people driving on the roads, and then now you're adding the weather situations that we've been dealing with lately. And then just today coming here, um, you know that temperature is right around the yeah. freezing mark, and and it was raining, and then it was sleeting. And you just don't know if the road is slippery. So a great reminder for everybody, a good winter safety type of driving is required. It could be wet and stretches. All of a sudden you come up to a curve and all of a sudden it's glare ice. And it's just, you don't know. So the recommendations, please slow down, increase your following distance, avoid those distractions. We talk about distracted driving all the time, especially this type of or this time of year. We have to be 100% attentive on what we're doing is, is driving a vehicle. In case a vehicle loses control in front of you, you have the ability to possibly avoid it. 
Um, avoid a crash. Um, so please, everybody, wear your seatbelt. Slow down. Don't use cruise control. Have good winter-type tires on your car. Make sure all your windows are clear. Your lights are on for safety. Um, a lot of good tips that, that people could and should follow. And, and if everybody did that, we would definitely see a reduction in, in the crashes that we're seeing on the roads. Yeah. Let's follow up on that because both of you have, you said it right now, slowed down. That's got to be the biggest thing. Uh, yeah. Winter driving or elsewhere. I mean, we send, uh, we tend to see too many spe- people driving too fast, don't we? Well, I, I'm just amazed that uh, yesterday, for example, we had a vehicle in the median south of town. And while we were sitting out on there waiting for the tow truck and after the tow truck's arrival, we had three squads and a tow truck there. And people are still going by us at, you know, seven or eight miles an hour over the speed limit. And it's, and I always tell people, if it's slippery enough for one vehicle to go in the ditch, more could go in the ditch, you know, and that type of thing. So it's just slow down. Use some common sense. I mean, a couple miles an hour isn't going to make you that late for something and just plan ahead. So Yeah. Uh, Neil, let's talk a little bit more about clearing that vehicle, too. Uh, before we went on the air, you said uh, somewhere in Minnesota there was someone who uh, had a windshield broken by debris coming off a vehicle in front of them? Right, yeah. I was in southern Minnesota. I'm not sure exact location, but i seen something come up on, on our Facebook page. Um, every year we seem to have a couple instances where ice will come off of a vehicle, and it does some damage to the vehicle that's following that vehicle. Just to want to remind everybody, too, there is a law against that. It could fall under the unsecured load. Um, uh-huh. um um, statute here in Minnesota, so it's really it's up to us as, as uh, operators of a vehicle before we take off with that car or that gets on a public roadway. We have to make sure that that's clear of all debris, and debris is considered ice. So you know some the the weather we've recently had some of that ice chunks can get pretty thick and heavy, and if that comes off at especially at a highway speed type of uh, um, incident, that's going to do some damage to a vehicle behind them. So there is a law that covers unsecured load. You can also be liable in the in civil court as well if something does happen to a vehicle behind you. Let's say there's a crash that's involved. Let's say there's some damage to that vehicle behind you, and that driver happens to get a license plate um, and reports that to law enforcement. That definitely could be followed up and reported to that that person's vehicle that was damaged uh, insurance company. Mm. So you know you can see where maybe some civil liability is going to be or come into play if something does happen where someone's hurt or there's some property damage as a result from that so be proactive take the time clear your vehicle scrape all the windows there's a law that you have to you have to be able to see out of all your vehicles and adam has seen this in his career too where where we're driving and patrolling and we'll see somebody with just maybe uh uh, a peephole? A yeah. peephole, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. And, and that's definitely against the law. And, you know, and I, th- I know people's mentality on it is probably as well, if I get the defrosters going, the more miles I get down the road, it's going to defrost, all the snow is going to come off. But, again, we want everybody to be safe. Take the time, clear your vehicles. Yeah, that's common sense. But yeah. I, I'll tell you what, I see it too, and I just go, how can you see? Yeah, yeah. I've stopped many vehicles and, and had my had them use my own window scraper just to clear them while I'm back doing our paperwork sort of thing and back in my car. So, yeah, just take, like Neil said, just take a couple minutes. It's not going to make you late or anything. So Yeah. Uh, the other thing I know uh, that happens this time of the year, and we continue to see reports of vehicle thefts, and it turns out they had a, someone had a vehicle running to warm it up, uh, but they don't have the lock system, you know, so it's running wide open. That happens every year, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And the last pursuit I, that I was involved in was was – uh, pretty much that situation uh, that you're talking about. 
Auto thieves are looking for an opportunity, and and if they see a running car with the keys in it, and nobody around, that's a great opportunity for somebody to jump in your vehicle and take it. So, um, I know there's a lot of city and county ordinances that 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 um, that is a violation to leave your vehicle unattended running, but common sense should come into play. And I get it. You know, if it's cold out and and you know your car's going to uh, be nice and warm, your windows are going to be defrosted. Maybe you're going to go into the gas station, or you're going to go into the to your house, finish what you're doing. But think of the worst scenario that could happen is, is you look out the window and there goes your car going down the road, <laughs> right? And now you're going to report that stolen. Now law enforcement's involved with looking for a stolen vehicle, and, and that could be very dangerous as well. So help us out. If you're going to leave your car running, make sure you have something like an auto start in there. Those are the, those are really good because nobody can really steal that vehicle if auto start's active. Right. The, the doors are locked, and it's pretty much impossible to get it out of gear. So... If you do not have an auto start, I have them in my vehicle, and it's a wonderful tool um, that 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 we have, and it it really really works, and it keeps your vehicle from getting in the hands of somebody else that that's not invited to drive your car. So yeah, good advice. Uh, how are we doing on the hands-free law? You know, you know, it's it's funny you bring that up because we just did a detail the other day, uh, state patrol along with some other agencies, and. Similar to what happened once the new law started, uh, we did a three-hour detail, and we actually could not keep up. The ground units could not keep up with the individuals calling out the violations. Wow. So I, I always tell people kind of with our squad cars, it's almost like a halo effect. You know, we've got maroon and white, you know, squad cars, white door squad cars. And people see that, and they drive a lot better around our squad cars. But when I'm in my personal vehicle... I know you can do it too. You see violations all the time. I do. Um, and uh, our unmarked units are out there. In fact, I was talking to one of them this morning and they just had two of them um, while we were talking about it. So uh, it's still happening. Um, I think it's going to be a hard problem or hard habit for people to break. But what definitely helps, I know like uh, my squad car, Neil's squad car, we have the Bluetooth and I do in my vehicles and it's, it's, I'm breaking the habit, you know, and, and it's, uh, it makes everything a lot easier. I just made a phone call on the way over here with the Bluetooth. I don't want to have to hit anything. You just call and whoever. And uh, so I think it'll take a little bit of time, but we are still seeing them out there. And uh, surprisingly enough, uh, we're seeing multiple. Like the the people we're stopping, um, the last two in the detail we did had been stopped two weeks before that. Damn, so it's man. it's going to take a little bit to drive that home, that message home. But I think we'll we'll get there. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, the second time they got a ticket, they're they're not. oh absolutely yeah yeah, and I think the first time they got a ticket too, so it's going to be right. a costly holiday season I was for them. Say, but because um, that's expensive. Well, usually it? the first uh, citation you get, you know, it's it's going to cost you over a hundred dollars, but the second and then how many more? Now you're talking over three hundred dollars, and the insurance companies don't like those type of violations. Either. They'll consider right. moving violations. Now you can you can expect your insurance rates to increase. It's not worth it. Put the phones away. And it's easy for us in law enforcement to see these violations. In the past, it was tough for us to prove they were using it um, for a wireless communication device. Now it's very easy. So the law makes it easy for law enforcement now to see that violation. And, and it's, a, it's a real focus with, with in law enforcement, especially with us in the state patrol. We know the dangers of distracted driving, and we are very, being very proactive as troopers in the state of Minnesota here on making sure we're stopping those violators and we're educating them on letting them know the dangers that we're seeing out there so just simply put your phone away even your hands freeze is some sort of some sort of a distraction the best thing to do is put your phone away completely but you know um, like adam said if, if you set it up as a bluetooth that's legal in minnesota 
it's a lot better than than the old law where you know we were seeing people actually um, having their phones in their hand and actually not even not only not looking at the road looking down at their phone and being distracted that way so that was kind of a double whammy this law we're definitely like adam said we think it's gonna take effect just like the seatbelt law it's it's hard to break old habits so the best thing to do put your phone away or hook it up with bluetooth and you more than likely won't see uh, us in the state patrol if you're if you're uh, obeying all the laws and i would think as more and more people uh are forced to update vehicles and we get into the more modern vehicles that are all equipped with the bluetooth Mm -hmm. eventually that will help too but in the meantime yeah, put it away. Put it away. Yeah, anything you get, you're typing or looking at, it can wait till you stop or whatever. So, yeah, just put it away. Um, sh- uh, uh, are there extra enforcements coming up here around the New Year's holiday? Yeah, absolutely. I know the the Brainerd District Office for the State Patrol is running, uh, has been running extra DWI shifts every weekend in December, and we will continue to do that in January as well for uh, like the upcoming JC's event. We run extra patrols for that. Uh, the Ducks Unlimited event over in Garrison a little bit farther on down the line in February, but uh, we have extra cars out through our TZD grants. And uh, when I put out, I'm actually the TZD coordinator for the state patrols district, uh, Brainerd district. And when I throw that email out to the troopers for interest, uh, I have no shortage of troopers that want to work those overtime shifts on the weekends and stuff. So those are extra cars on top of what we already have out working the roads. So um, yeah, we're out there, we're visible. Um, they're, uh, they're having pretty good, success i guess in removing impaired drivers so far off the roads so been pretty good and it's one of those things that if there is something that is preventable boy uh, impaired driving has to be the number one on the list oh, absolutely yeah, just common of, sense again yeah. plan ahead or uh, use a cab or uh, i think we have lyft here in the lakes area now there are so many ways to avoid drinking right there's and r- there's really no excuse to get behind the wheel if you're if you're under the influence of anything and, you know, like Adam said, you know, there's extra cars working. This That's not just state patrol. You're talking the sheriff's department, city police officers. They're, I'm sure they got extra cars out there as well. A lot more uh, um, officers out on the road. If you catch your, or if you find yourself in a position where, you know, maybe I had too many, maybe I'm right on that line, don't take the chance. It's not worth it. Like you said, call, plan ahead um, or call Lyft. If you find yourself at an establishment and you shouldn't be driving, maybe ask the bartender if they can assist you and, Maybe calling a cab or Lyft or, or or getting an alternate ride home somehow so you don't take the chance and getting a DWI or the worst thing, hurting yourself, hurting somebody else or killing somebody else. So it's not worth it, especially with New Year's Eve coming up. If you're hosting a party, be responsible. Make sure everybody that's going to be leaving your house or wherever you're having your party has a safe ride home. So somebody needs to step up and, and, and take that role on. Well said. Uh, we know we're going to see more winter weather. You talked about uh, the plows on the road. We've talked about this extensively, but boy, there's again uh, another common sense uh, type of thing. Uh, don't be passing the snow plows. Yeah. That's probably the most dangerous thing you could do on the road, isn't it? Yeah, they're they're lit up like a Christmas tree, and uh, we still have people that hit them every year. I can't figure it out. Um, and uh, they they typically when a car hits them, they win the collision. You know, they're They've uh, outweigh them quite by quite a lot. Yeah. Um, and we have plows that have the blades on the left side and the right side, so they might be plowing one side, and I'll have people try to pass them into the median because they think that the plow is on the other side. And it, it's every year you just you scratch your head going, you know, if you back up, the, the plow is not going to go all the way to Minneapolis, so he is going to turn around, just relax, um, and back off, give them some room because they can't see behind there with all that snow, you know, the, the pillows the, up. Yeah. yeah, they can't see anything behind there, so they can't see anybody coming. And we get 
you know, a couple of them, even though they do outweigh a car in a collision, we get a couple of them hurt every year too and cost a lot of money to fix those big snow plows. So. Driver error is, is what basically it comes down to. And, and if you're, like Adam was saying, if you're going to pass a plow, sometimes when you, you get, you're committed in that other lane, all of a sudden here's a whiteout condition and yep. you can't see where you're at. So recommendations, stay behind the plow, at least five car lengths, let them do their job. They're making that road safe for all of us. And if they see a string of cars behind them, they're really good about pulling over and letting people go by them when they have a safe location. So just be patient. All right. Last but not least, you mentioned uh, helping someone out of the ditch. And uh, how are we doing on the move over law? I, I continue to see violations. Well, Adam just talked about it, too. We, we're seeing it in, in the Duluth district where I work. It's the, the freeways all iced up and you're getting cars still going by us at the speed limit. And the speed limit's not a safe speed at that point. Slow down. Give us some room. Right. Um, we had two of our, our state patrol units hit about a month ago, just south of Duluth. Um, I it happens really fast. If you see flashing lights ahead, there's an indicator that something's going on. Slow down, increase your following distance. Yeah, and move yeah. over if you have move over an absolutely. Extra yeah. lane. and I know Neil's one of those crashes. They're lucky the trooper was out of the vehicle because that would have been a very serious injury or worse when you saw the video and everything like that. It was scary. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just I'm, you know, and I I like to tell people too. You go in the ditch. There's no sense to call somebody else there that doesn't have emergency lights. Like I talked about earlier. Uh, we'll get that a lot. People go in the ditch and they, they don't think to call law enforcement. They'll call their parents who will come with a Jeep and a tow rope or something like that. And they'll try block a lane as they pull a vehicle out. And they're going to be just as much liable if somebody goes in the ditch because of them or if they get hit. And it's, uh, it's scary. I mean, if the road's slippery enough where somebody went in the ditch, let us come out, do the job, a tow truck, come out, get the job. It's going to be a lot cheaper in the long run. And, uh, and a lot safer. Yeah, yeah, right. just slow down. And, and, and if you're going to call 911, know where you're at. Um, location, like as state, this, all the state highways have the milepost number. Get in the habit of looking at those mileposts. Let our dispatcher know if there's any injuries and if you need a tow, um, because now they can be proactive and start those folks, and it saves a lot of time. Remember, what we're trying to do is, is get in there, investigate it, treat the injured, and we want to get out of there, especially when it's slippery out there because the chances of us getting hit really increase or the people that we're protecting increases. So it gets dangerous out there. So let our dispatcher know those vital uh, um, that vital information and how they can get people started. We want to get in and get out of there, and uh, it's a lot safer for all of us. Very good. Gentlemen, we appreciate you being here today. Anything else we should mention uh no, like I said, we just want everybody to have fun. The New Year's uh, um, celebration coming up, but be responsible and, and uh, pre-plan. Yeah, plan ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Have a, have a great New Year and stay safe on the roads. Thank right. you. Thank you. All right. Our guests today, Sergeant Neil Dickinson, he is a public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Lieutenant Adam Fulton, supervisor in the Brainerd State Patrol office. I'm Ken Thomas, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website. You can go to 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. And you can also find our Community Focus programs on our free downloadable app. That's powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.